Salutations and greetings. This is Neville Mind Tricks, your friend in the Neville Sphere. Today's title is Dangling Modifier. Why most women make the worst life coaches. Dangling modifier. Why most women make the worst life coaches. Now, I don't say, I don't mean all women, because I've listened to some women, I don't know if they call themselves life coaches, talk about Neville, and I've gotten deeper understandings of Neville. But you see, these are really mousy, plain Jane women without any makeup, just talking to a camera. Not these skeezer skank looking chicks behind like five filters and eight hours of makeup. All right, so the female coaches that aren't worth listening to are the skanky skeezers that hide behind filters and at least eight hours of makeup. And I'll tell you why as a dangling modifier. So I was listening to something today. And let me just tie this in with the big three. Best three ways to learn Neville. Remember, the best ways to learn more Neville are by one, self-study, two, study buddies, three, avoiding the algorithm. So the algorithm, that's pretty much life coaches, three types of life coaches, the bro science guys, what's up, bro, that make stuff up where they go along or get stupid advice from other low IQ chaps, the little kid coaches, which... Not much to say there. Zero life experience. Just regurgitating something they heard or talking to other 12-year-olds. And then you have the sex appeal coaches, which is what I'm talking about today, whether useless. So I heard this. This wasn't Neville-related, but it was still coaching. So this woman was at a store shopping a man approached her and started talking to her and asked her for her telephone number, which she agreed to give him if and only after he paid for everything that was in her shopping cart. Well, it sounded like they said a couple expletives in there. If they did, I'm not responsible. But anyhow, kind of interesting. And I guess it was all on the the whip-wop or whatever social media 
showing this person, um, this gentleman paying for this young lady's shopping cart full of stuff. And who knows if he actually got a telephone number out of it. But this woman could say, whoa, I'm a master manifester. How to get anybody to buy whatever's in your shopping cart at the store? Buy my... If you buy it today, it's only 20 easy payments of $394.87 with zero satisfaction guaranteed. And, I mean, and think about it. If you're, you're presenting that from a manifesting standpoint, sure, you're going to get some women that could benefit from that because <clears throat> I was telling Barbara about this. I'm sure she could do it if she wanted to. She's out with a kid, whatever, and spark up a conversation and get a guy to buy her the cart full of whatever. But, you know, who knows? You might get a stalker or something after that and then finds out about me and you know what that means. I don't know. I would just manifest him to disappear somewhere into la-la land. But anyway, if a guy bought that, paid the 20 easy payments of whatever dollar amount I said, 0% satisfaction guaranteed, it's wasted a ton of money because even the best-looking fella wouldn't probably be able to pull that off. I don't know. There's always a possibility, but I think they don't need to learn anything additional to what they already know, what's already in their knowledge bank to do it, is what I mean. So, dangling modifier. Why most female life coaches are pretty worthless because their target market is pretty much other women and then other women that know less than them. Again, no offense to the mousy, <clears throat> no makeup, spinach in their teeth, talking to the camera, talk about Neville. Like I said, I've received some benefit from some of these women, so I'm not going to knock all women, but just thought it was a good idea to talk about that. I'll end today with another success story slash question that I'm throwing out to the Neville Sphere. You know how to get a hold of me? You could uh, do, yeah, what is this thing called? The Insta chat, the Insta face. I was listening to something, someone the other day that said once you hit a certain age, you have to purposely mispronounce socials media's names. So Instagram at Neville Mind Tricks. Or you could email nevillemindtricks at gmail.com. Another old school way to get a hold of somebody. Um, <clears throat> so that's that. Let's get with this success story slash question. This was years ago. I'd say over a decade ago now. So I was looking for a job at a pretty... I, I, I hated this job with a passion. Every day was just complete and utter chaos. It was nonsense. The literally two things that I really liked about the job was the camaraderie with the folks I was working with and the paychecks. Like the paychecks kept me coming back for more. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. Yeehaw! But anyway, 
that um, got laid off from that company. And afterwards, I knew there was going to be some time between jobs, if you will, because I didn't really knew, do much prep beforehand. I was just going to kind of live off of whatever severance package. And this was towards the end of a fiscal year. So I'm like, I'll just take the rest of the year off of the holidays and I'll get serious towards the beginning part of next year or I'll try to get a job now. Now that's what it was. It's like, I'm going to work on trying to get a job, but my target's going to be a job that started the beginning of the next year. And I didn't know Neville. I didn't really know of Neville at the time, but you know, there's all this malarkey, bullpucky, flim flammy stuff out there. So I was listening to different videos. I think it was uh um Habraham Ix and um The Secret, Non Secret, just crap like that. And you know, the motivational videos that if you wake up every morning, make sure the last thing you touch is plastic. Look at the sky or at your ceiling and turn on your x-ray vision by tugging on the back of the earlobe with your less dominant hand and look through the ceiling. Look through the ceiling at the sky, at the birds flying by, at the clouds, at the airplanes, at the wind and take it all in and realize that today is a day that you just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, by golly gee willikers, let's do it. <laughs> I have no clue where that came from. I guess it just lodged in the subconscious after lessing a bunch of that stuff. But anyway, so I didn't really know about the Neville or whatever. So I was like, hard go-getter. So I treated every day like a regular eight-hour day. So I'd wake up do whatever it was, and I'd start. And my eight-hour day was job hunting. And I I think I didn't even make it through the first day, to be honest. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm just going to wake up whenever. Um, I think I used to go to the gym back then, and so there was a gym by the house. So I'd go to the gym whenever I'd wake up. After the gym, I'd go home and look at jobs, this, that, and the other thing. And when I eventually found a job and got the job, it had nothing to do with the effort that I was putting forth. Maybe it was, and it just was a culmination of all that, depending on who you asked or the people that I'm a go getter. When I wake up in the morning, I don't say, Oh God, this morning I say, good morning, God. And I wake up with a spring of my step and a shine in my smile. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it was any of that stuff, but Knowing what I now know in reverse engineering, looking back, there was a very unexpected bridge of incident that came out of the blue, and it involved some work out of state for a short time, and everything worked out. So again, with the success story, he's not a fan of sharing the actual bridge of incidents because results will vary. Neville talks about how I know the beginning and the end. I don't know 
the middle when he's quoting the Bible. So knowing anybody else's middle isn't going to really do me or you any good. So why share it? But the point of it is, is the hard work even necessary? Like, would I, in that instance, as I mentioned, even though I didn't do as I initially planned on starting off as being the go-getter, pulling myself up by the bootstraps, working eight hours a day, looking at jobs. Like I was sending out so many resumes, getting interviews by so many hiring managers. And I wasn't even getting a, um, I wasn't even getting face-to-face interviews. I don't even remember, again, this was over a decade ago, so it could be part of that. But I don't really remember talking to many people. I just emails, hey, we got your thing, we'll let you know, or hey, we reviewed it, blah, blah, blah. And then I gave myself, I was like, it's probably the end of the year. Maybe their hiring efforts aren't as ratcheted up as it could be. So they'll get to it when they get to it. So the thing about it is, is, is it the effort? Is it hard work and dedication? Or could I just have, or whatever person in that instance, could they have just sat around and done nothing? Um, Eat pizza, drink beer, watch sports, hang out with friends. Well, see, all my friends work. It's crazy. This is neither here nor there. Just a quick comment before closing out for today. So back then, like, I would have free time because, as I mentioned, I wasn't working. I was looking for work. And I wanted to play golf or whatever. And all my buddies, I work, oh, I get off late today. Or, oh, maybe the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing worse, in my personal opinion, than playing golf on the weekend unless you're doing it super early at the butt crack of dawn. Or if you're doing it middle day in the summer here in Arizona because nobody with a functional brain really wants to go out there. So it's cheaper and uh, not as crowded. Okay, so again, success story in question. Is the effort necessary or could you just do nothing and just let it kind of fall in your lap? Then also remember the dangling modifiers and just keep away from the algorithm.